A listener writes, I've prayed about my problem, but I don't seem to get an answer. I'm a Christian. Do you think God is angry with me? Well, I can't tell you whether God is angry with you or not. If you have some reason for believing that he might be, then you had better confess that sin, whatever it is, to him and forsake it and deal with that problem in your life. But I would like to talk to you about the question of prayer because so often people expect to get answers to their problems only by praying. Now, I don't want to be misunderstood. I believe in prayer. The Word of God teaches a good bit about prayer, and I want to encourage people to pray. But I don't want to encourage you to pray only. And that has been one of the greatest problems that I have met in counseling people. Christian people, many of whom mean well, nevertheless make the great mistake of thinking that prayer is the answer to everything. Now, prayer in and of itself is rarely the answer to a problem. There are times, of course, when there is nothing that a person can do but pray. But these are the exception, not the rule. When you look in the scriptures, you find time and again prayer is coupled with action. Prayer becomes the background or the base out of which to do what God wants us to do. And you know, God answers the prayer of every believer, but he answers three ways. God answers when, where, and how he pleases. He's not a machine, and you get all the pairs lined up and you pull the lever and out comes the answer to your prayer. God's not like that. That's the wrong view of prayer that some people have and the wrong view of God that some people have. But God is a person, the divine creator, who has a right to do as he please in answer to our prayer. I often say jokingly when I get into a question and answer period in some of the uh, pastor's conferences that I conduct around the country, I often say to them now, go ahead and ask me any question you want. I can answer every question you have. And they chuckle a little bit and they think, boy, what a smart aleck that is. Then I say, uh, uh, I can answer every question you've got. I may have to say I don't know, but that's a perfectly good answer. So you see, there's more than one way in which to answer a request or a question or a prayer. Now, God never answers that way. God never says, I don't know. But he may say, I'm not ready to give you an answer at this time. That's a perfectly good answer. Or he may say, uh, you wait until you're ready for the answer. Or, that, or he may say, no, in answer to your request. And you know, no is just as much of an answer as yes. When you have a little child comes up to you and he thinks that the greatest thing in all the world is a barrel full of chocolates, and he asks his mommy, and uh, if you're his mommy or his daddy, if you're his daddy, he says, Mommy, Daddy, may I have a barrel full of chocolates? I'd like to eat them all right now. I can't think of anything better in all the world. And you say, No. Now, you're doing that for his own benefit, for his own good. You're saying, Johnny, I can't give you a barrel full of chocolates. You'll make yourself sick. Well, he doesn't think about being sick. All he thinks about are the chocolates. God sees the end from the beginning. He knows what's best for his children. And we're just children, and he is our Heavenly Father. And when we come to him requesting things from him, often we request things that would harm us and hurt us, but only he knows that. We're not really old enough as the children of God yet to understand. And so when he says no, we have to learn that a no 
It's a wise and wonderful and great decision that God has made for us, and it's for our good. So some people think that when God doesn't give them what they ask for, that it's really, uh, he's not answering them at all. The answer is no, or it's wait a while, or wait until you're ready for it. Or, as I'm about to say now, it may be that God is quite ready to answer your prayer, but he wants you to do what he has told you to do in order to bring that answer about. On our uh, personal data inventory, which is a sheet that we have people fill out as they come to our counseling center for counseling, uh, we have one set of questions at the end that go, goes like this. What is your problem? And then people write in an answer in the yellow space that's left under that question. And then we have another question that says, what have you done about it? And they answer in that space, and there's a good bit of space left. And then thirdly, we ask, what do you want us to do about it? These are questions that we have uh, gathered from the way that Jesus talked to people. He would ask things such as that last question, what wilt thou have me to do, and so on. But the second question is most interesting. What have you done about your problem? Do you know what we find Christians writing in there more than anything else? Just one simple, straightforward answer? Well, you guessed it, of course. They write, I've prayed about it. But almost every time, that is the wrong answer when it stands alone. And that's why they haven't solved their problem. For example, a person must pray, but must also do what the Word of God says to do about the problem. There's a great verse, uh, a great uh, uh, verse to a, a song that goes this way, trust and obey. Now, we might put it this way, pray and obey, because that's what the Word of God teaches. Often people come in and they say, but I've prayed about it. And God hasn't done what I wanted him to do. I haven't been able to solve the problem. My wife isn't converted. She won't come back to me or whatever the problem may be. And I say to that person, well, now, the Bible teaches you to pray for your daily bread. Uh, do you go pray for your daily bread? He says, yes, I pray for it. I say, well, then uh, you certainly don't do anything more in order to get it, do you? He says, well, what do you mean? I say, well, you don't go out and work for it or anything like that to earn the money to buy your daily bread, do you? You prayed for it. He said, well, no, 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 it's not like that. I, I, I really, yeah, I go out and I work for it. I said, well, why do you do that? You've prayed. What more do you need to do? And he'll say, well, uh, there's something over in Thessalonians someplace or something like that that says, uh, if you don't work, you shouldn't eat. I say, right, right, exactly right. That's what the Bible teaches. So why do you pray and uh, also work? Because the Bible says that you're to pray and you're to work for your daily bread. You don't, after asking God for it, then sit back under a juniper tree and wait for it to float out of, the hev out of heaven on a, on a parachute, but rather you go out in obedience to the word of God, having prayed to God and asked him for your daily bread, you go out to earn it. Now, is there an inconsistency there? Not at all. How can you earn your daily bread? Only because God himself enables you to have the opportunity to work, the strength to work, etc., in other words, your daily bread comes when you have worked hard for it, if you can. Now, God could send it on a parachute. If you were ill, unable in any other way to get it, in a very remarkable way in his providence, he could have somebody stop by the house and knock on the door and hand you a loaf every day. But that is not ordinarily how you are to get your daily bread. You are to get it by doing whatever the scriptures say to do in order to get it, and in this case, work. 
Now the same is true about many other things that people want. They want these things right away, and they want them without having to work for them. They want them without having to do what the scriptures say about them. They want, they want, they want, and so they ask, but they leave it right there. In anything that you ask God for, be sure also to search the scriptures to see what he says to do in order to get it. Prayer becomes the springboard for biblical action. It, it, it is asking God to give you the strength and the wisdom to do whatever his word tells you to do. So it's prayer and. That's the way to think about prayer. Prayer and whatever the scripture commands. And when you do the word of God prayerfully with a background of submission of your own heart and soul and life, and then you move out on the word of God, you will find that what God promises will come true. Lord, help us to pray and obey. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.